The Angry Chicken is a production of amove.tv. Check out Amove TV for more podcasts covering Blizzard games. And for more of Jocelyn's gaming podcasts, visit jossplays.com. The Angry Chicken is brought to you by our legendary patrons over at patreon.com slash TAC. Time's up. Let's do this. You smell like a leopard gnome! I knew it! So hot! A podcast about Hearthstone and Battlegrounds. This is The Angry Chicken! Greetings and welcome back, everyone. This is The Angry Chicken. I'm Garrett Weinzerl, here as always with Jocelyn Carney. How you doing, Joss? I'm doing okay. We have a lot of really, really awesome stuff to talk about this week. There was, you know, some really interesting tweets sent out by Ixar with a lot of great responses. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk all about Battleground stuff with Slissa is going to be here. I just, yeah, it's going to be a great week. Yeah, it's it's a stack show for you all. I have had a, a, an absolute love salt relationship with Battlegrounds the past week. So I'm excited to pick Sliss's brain about that. Also your brain, like you and I, we've, we've typed a bit in the discords. Uh, is it sliding into each other's DMs? If you just have a constant DM open and are just talking like normal <laughs> friends, is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. I don't, yeah, slide into your friends, friendems, friendems. I'm trying to friendems. like combine friends and DMs. Yeah. Slide into my friendoms. <laughs> friendoms. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> sounds weird. New Angry Chicken t-shirt for sale soon. Uh, slide into my friendoms. <laughs> uh, great. Um, speaking of our our friendoms, Jocelyn, we have quite quite a few friendoms over at patreon.com slash TAC supporting us. And uh, if you are out there, if you like the content that we're creating, if you want to help us do extra events like taco, really close to doing regular tacos again, head on over to patreon.com slash TAC. You'll also get yourself some perks. You're going to get an ad-free version of the feed. You're going to get access to our patron-only Discord. And you, and you get to, like, you know, you can just talk to us. Like, that's the, the Discord. You can just be like, hey, uh, Garrett, Josh, you around? I had this thought. Sometimes we'll reply to it in real time, and other times it will we'll be lazy and you'll help us write the show. It's really great. <laughs> it's great. It'll influence what we talk about on the podcast. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash TAC. And uh, to our uh, most recent patron, Joseph Farrell. Thank you, Joseph. Thank, thank you for becoming one of our hundreds of bosses. Nicest bosses I've ever had, Joss. Uh, by far. <laughs> they, I, have you ever had a boss that helped you buy Hearthstone cards? Because I haven't until the Angry Chicken. Now, as Joss said, we got a great show. Sliss is going to join us just after the break. So let's uh, move straight into it and talk about just what in God's name has been happening in Battlegrounds for the past week. I don't know if any of you noticed, but there's been a major update to Battlegrounds. We've now had a week with it, and uh, this is what we do on The Anger Chicken. We just, we, instead of doing hard work and figuring it out ourselves, we invite Slissa on and go, Slissa, I'm losing too much. How do I stop losing? (laughs) 
Bab, fix my game, please. Here, Slissa. <laughs> Actually accurate. <laughs> I mean, more or less. Happy to do it. I mean, I play so many hours a day. I would like to use my con- my knowledge for good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's subjective, right? So if people are listening to you and beating people more frequently on their on their battlegrounds lobby than the people they're beating probably think you're using your knowledge for e- for bit for bad for evil True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every every time some sort of build starts to pop off i'm like i did this because <laughs> but not really not really i don't have that far of a reach but <laughs> well, every time i lose to a comp i've never seen before in a lobby i do shake my fist at the monitor and go slissa she did this she taught them about gold grubber why (laughs) that was a callback um yeah yeah so we've we've had uh, just a hair over a week with the elementals patch and i believe all three of us had a pretty rough first like 24 hours with the patch it was not my favorite absolutely um the heroes were okay there were obviously some ones that were more powerful than others, but man, the ladder didn't feel fun. That thing was just weird. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah. you get zero points, then three, then none. Are you having fun yet? <laughs> no, Hearthstone, I'm not. <laughs> it felt so awful. Just I was sitting there, plus zero, plus zero, plus zero. I played all day, day one. At the end of it, I gained 603 on one account. <laughs> that means I won two games streaming all day long. I, that's top four, right? You get 300 yeah. top four. I got, Unless you tie. That's where your right. threes and fours come I from. Three <laughs> points. Yes, yeah, so it was like plus zero, plus zero, plus zero, plus zero. I was pounding my head and I got plus three. I'm like, okay, I have three MMR. Like, this is so embarrassing. And I just <laughs> wanted to cry. I was just like... I, I've never felt so frustrated in my life. Now, the next day, I just went wee and like do do and climbed all the way back up to where I started. And it felt like I didn't reset because now I'm back to where I was. But, you know, but that <laughs> first 24 hours just yeah. wasn't the greatest. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> and, and now I'm no longer getting my plus 300. So now I'm I'm now I'm getting like 50 points for a second. And I'm like, no. No, where's my 69? <laughs> yeah, so I'm I, uh, sad again. Uh, yeah, I haven't had that experience. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't play as much as you do. I'm not like a, a full time battleground streamer. You know, I, I, I drop, I, I game hop, but I, I, I haven't really had a solid, like, oh man, just consistently getting top fours and getting a bunch of points until. I went over to my EU account where I was like, well, I feel like playing, but I don't want to worry about it too much. And I've just been destroying on my EU account and my moon oh. account on NA is just like pulling teeth. Well, so was your EU account, was it like a Smurf? Were you, did you have a lower MMR over there? It was only or? a thousand points behind my NA account. And, mm. but <laughs> I was just like, is bad. He's not good. I won't pick him again. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, Ooh, I had a rough time on my NA account. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Totally understand. Yeah, but that that was that was so that was the opening 24 hours. I too have had a, a much more kind of consistent experience since where it hasn't been as like zero 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 um <laughs> as it was before. I um, have those zero days now. <laughs> Today was like minus a hundred, minus a hundred twenty, minus a hundred twenty, and I'm like, no, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's the trade-off around the zero, right? Is that you weren't losing any points, but <laughs> like for zero. some reason that zero felt worse somehow. Yes, it's like when I saw the negative, it was like, okay, I did badly that game. I lost. And that negative kind of reinforced that. But for some reason, the zero was just that like the no progress felt worse. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why, which is it's weird. It's, I guess, a weird psychology thing. I <laughs> it is, but it's so true because you're just sitting there like, I'm not moving. And I'm yeah. so frustrated because it's been 10 hours and I should be moving. And nothing has happened. <laughs> yeah, the, the first 2000 MMR was interesting, though, because there were a couple times before I passed it on my main account where something else happened. I was like, well, I'm top four. I'm good. I'm going to just leave. I'm just going to go deal with the dogs that need to go out or and just not finish the lobby because it didn't matter. It was like 300 or bust um, in the first 2000 well, MMR. So I actually, yeah, I asked the, the developers about that because I, I heard of a streamer who was just quitting every time they got top four, they top four, quit, top four, quit, top four, quit to, to grind the ladder faster. But according to the devs that would like reduce their internal MMR. Therefore they're going to hit a wall faster and stop getting the three hundreds earlier. So, Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I did get like seven <laughs> zeros in a row, so I'm sure I already did enough legitimate <laughs> damage to my, inter my uh, hidden MMR, but well, and that's that's interesting, though, because that seems like something that isn't necessarily like public knowledge, because I had the same thought. I was like, it feels like I should just be I think I said this in your chat, too. So when I was watching you get a bazillion zeros, too. Um, and I was I'm glad you were there. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I was with you every step of the way. And I just like I was getting to top four and I was like, wait, so I get. 300 for fourth place i get 300 for first place so why am i spending all this time in here and yeah i feel like not a lot of people kind of maybe realize that it impacts your internal mmr because that's again the number you can't see and what we've always been told from the standard side of things is very much that your mmr will not be impacted that much like season over season right so your bonus stars shouldn't really change too much unless you're consistently doing something like unless you're hitting a new level of heights or you're consistently much lower than they think that you should be based on like your win rate or however they calculate it. So I was kind of thinking, I'm like, oh, well, you know, like maybe this will impact me next season, but I can also probably just win more once I get up to where I'm supposed to be and, you know, negate all of this conceding down below. But I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm just like, this is the kind of this is the reason why I wish that they would show us that number. So I would know that, hey, yeah, me conceding and saving myself 10 minutes is actually going to take me longer to get higher in the long run. So, yeah. It's very true. Yeah. So um, I, I wanted to pick your brain just about the meta overall, because it's a conversation we're going to have, you know, whether we had a guest on or not. It's just like, how do we feel about the the post elemental meta? Um, so I figured we'd start with heroes. And so, um, I think Ragnaros, we just say is broken and move on, right? Is there anything to talk about there besides Ragnaros is so overtuned? It's hilarious. I mean, when, once you get to late game, your job is to scale. So a lot of people, when they struggle with late game, it's cause they're not maybe or mid to late games because they're not scaling their comp. Once you have things that work well together, you need to make them bigger in size. Size matters until it doesn't because there's poison. Uh, with the <laughs> <shield>. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. But, you know, at the beginning, it really does matter. 
And so you normally have to spend a lot to get the size. You need to get either a brand or a little rag, little rag counts now and, and buy buff cards. And that costs money and it takes up spots on your board. Now this costs no money. Zero, zero, zero. And it takes up no spots on the board and it's good spots. It's not random buffs. You know exactly what minions are getting buffed. So let's compare it to the new uh, Rakanishu or whatever his name is. I don't know because I don't play him. Uh, he costs <laughs> Trash two. Trash Trash Anishu. Oh, exactly. But he's so cute. <laughs> costs two. And at most we'll get 6-6 six, six buff, which, okay, Ragnaros is 8-8 eight, eight buff. And Rakanishu, that would cost two to get never near as much buff, 6-6. Six, six. And you'd have to level to tier six by that point, which is very expensive. So it's just like literally impossible for how do these two heroes come out at the same time and be like, yeah, they're probably balanced. <laughs> like, no they, balance Those there. seem the same. <laughs> Fine. I was just like, wait. Well, yeah. and according to HS Replay right now, Rag's win rate is higher even than Tyrion's at his peak by like a significant placement margin. I think it's only like 0.5 higher than Tyrion at his peak. Like it just it's so yeah. overpowered. It's crazy. I think, I think in the first anything. 24 hours, it was like it was very close to just second. Like you come second or first with Rag and that's it. <laughs> There's like no one pulling him down. <laughs> I go and grab my wine when I'm playing Rag. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm just going to play some tempo cards. I'll grab a couple divine shields. I'm going to go with some wine. And then, you know, I'll just put them on the side. <laughs> Look at you. I just took every <laughs> selfless hero I saw along the way. And eventually things started getting plus eight. And my board started getting yeah, plus eight, fine. plus eight. It was fine. It just worked no, out. No worries. Yeah. And back to recognition. I'm, the, I'm um, the reason why it's like not first place it's probably second place because of me because i'm like i'm not trying <laughs> I'm let it roll, run itself we call that the canned wine strategy yeah <laughs> it's fine yeah and just you mentioned hs replay statistics for ragnaros on average you know speaking again of rakanishu like the best you can hope for is that tier six buff you get from rakanishu right but rag on average is completing his hero power by turn seven is Raganesha going to be at <laughs> tier six on turn seven? I, I I, mean, maybe, and then we'll be dead on turn eight, but. I think I can use the economy properly to do that ever. <laughs> like, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you can, even with the pirate that discount, like if you got that pirate every turn, well, you couldn't even really buy him because you yeah. have to be leveling up. Because <laughs> if you sell your token to level on, on five gold, then you sell your other token to level on six gold, and then you're on four, and then you can't level to five on seven gold because you don't have a token anymore. So you can't get there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but if you did it, Ragnaros would not complete his hero power because you sold all your minions. <laughs> Which as... is the is the kind of counterplay that you need to do when Rag is in your lobby when you see that you're going to be facing him. But there's parts of the game where that just isn't a possibility anymore, right? So like, what do you? Uh, it just feels bad to just like buy your minions and not play them because you're like, oh well, if I don't play them, Rag can't kill them. Like that's gross. <laughs> yeah, and, and that actually helps rag because it reduces damage so he can get to the better minions faster so then he's just in the game longer and if yeah. he's in the game longer he's fine <laughs> like, 
There's, like, there's no winning against him. Counter. Yeah. The counterplay yeah. is not to pick token minions. Yeah. Because if you don't pick token minions, so Rat Pack moving to three was actually a good thing for Ragnaros. Or like a good thing for everyone who isn't Ragnaros. Because if people were buying Rat Packs early, Rag would kill at least three out of one, you know, stuff like that. So don't pick tokens for him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, Jandis, Maya, Lich King, the usual suspects are still, like, a notable cut above the rest in terms of average placement, but still in rag shadow. Yeah. Like, without a <laughs> doubt. Um, but they still feel, like, significantly stronger than a lot of the other heroes. And so I was kind of, I wanted to get your thought on just kind of the hero quality spread, because we've, we've, we've talked about it for the past couple of weeks, and I, I don't, I don't remember ever hearing any developers kind of make a statement because I'm curious if their goal is even to, like, I don't think they want all the heroes to be super equal power level because that would, you know, you wouldn't have a lot of variety if that was the goal. Right. You got to give everyone like a little time in the sun. Like they knew when they, when they buffed Lich King, that Lich King would be finally like very playable and the, you can see the tiniest little thing from one gold to zero gold made him insane because he used to be where it was one gold and was your far right minion. And then they changed it to any minion, which we thought would be really powerful and turns out it wasn't. And then they made it. Okay. But zero gold. Okay. Insane. Right. So these tiny little details can shift very far. So it is, it is hard to balance the meta because the the tiniest change can make something from super underwhelming to super OP. Um, but but <laughs> there's some minions you're like or heroes you're like, how did this like not get stopped <laughs> early? Kind of like Ragnaros. But the concept of Ragnaros was like, let's bring him back, way more powerful. But they wanted to keep the eight eight flavor because that's Ragnaros, right? So that's why they did four 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 on the buff because it kept the rag flavor. So if they want to keep that flavor, they have to increase the minions that you kill off. So that'd be from 20 to 30 or 25. Um, and I think they will. But I think they, when they bring back a hero, they want you guys to play the hero. They, they kept it in their sights because they want people to experience that hero again. With Patches, who they brought back, kind of the same situation, brought him back with Pirates. Um, people lo love the flavor and they love patches, but he's a bit underwhelming, but one of the most fun heroes to play. And I think they were trying to do that with rag and make sure he got played, but a little too much. Yeah, you know. too far. <laughs> the, the nice thing with battlegrounds is they're always, always, always changing the meta. And so I'm guaranteeing that they're probably going to change the meta in the next three weeks. And it's probably going to change. Like, and it's easy to change, you know, so I'm sure we'll see a nerf there. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like we, we have too many heroes now so that the offerings don't feel as great? Because I know I feel like I'm getting offered heroes from the pool. Like there's some of the new ones I still haven't played. I think I've only had one rag game. I think um, I've been offered Alec here two or three times and I haven't even seen the others because the pool is just so big now that even like with the battle pass or not the battle pass, sorry, the tavern pass, I'm in my four oh, hero offerings. Too. Yeah, no, not the battle pass, not the battle pass. Not yet anyway. Um, uh, not soon. yet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still only being offered, like sometimes I look and I'm like, oh man, like these three or four heroes are, you know, tier three, tier four, like these just don't feel great. Like, and right. even with four 
hero offerings, you don't get a good hero all the time. So I like, do, what do you feel about the size of the hero pool now? Cause they, I, it's been a while since they've kind of chopped it down. Yeah. So what they used to do was they used to offer three heroes to everyone and there was always exactly uh, 24 heroes in the pool. They would take yep. people heroes out when they put them in. And now they need more than that because there could be up to 32 offered. Um, and we have over 50 now. So there's going to be at least 18 per per round that you do not see. This is actually better when there's a couple heroes that are too overpowered because you need to... Maybe there's lobbies that Ragnaros isn't offered to anyone and that would make the lobby more fair. But at the same time, um, I feel like there's certain heroes that, that I get offered every time. And I'm like, stop offering me Queen Wagtoggle. I'm not right? going to pick She's her. everywhere. <laughs> every time I pick uh, Sir Finley, Wagtoggle shows up. I'm like, no, stop it. Like, <laughs> and I think they need to take the time to take those heroes out that no one's picking and no one wants to pick and are proven bad. Like, bad, boring, you, like the ones that people just don't want like yeah, that and also out. not fun right because yeah. there's, there's times where i'm like left with i'm, I'm like i don't know I'm, who's who's at the very bottom here that i actually like playing D okay dino tamer brand terrible <laughs> average placement but i love playing him uh, same with right, curator yeah like these, and people these are pick them because they're fun yeah mm -hmm. so like leave those in but and i don't know but at the same time too there is a power creeping heroes going on and that's going to make games end faster or feel worse when you just take so much damage so i think we need to lessen the power creep like turn it down a smidge and then also take out some of the bad heroes as well so that we tighten up that that I don't know the graph, you know, just tighten it up. <laughs> <laughs> the, we don't uh, need too many outliers. The curve of quality. Let's. Yes. Let's, the curve of quality. I love let's, it. Let's flatten that, that curve. <laughs> um, sorry. It's just in my brain. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then the other thing that also seems a, 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 to me a little out of whack is elementals in general. Um, I, I think play wise, they're awesome. I, am so impressed with the design of these minions and how they interplay with one another. But, oh my God, am I getting run over by freaking elementals? <laughs> and they're in every lobby too, right? Which is, yeah. you know, because they just got introduced, they're just everywhere all the time. So since it's such a powerful tribe and they're everywhere, it almost feels even worse than dragons and pirates. I, I don't know why, but they just... Yeah, they're running over my face. <laughs> yeah. The problem is that they're powerful. They have a tier they have two tier five minions that are the key pieces, right? To build it out. And uh that's just too early. It's too early. There's no more four drops that are decent. Like, because it's like why stop at four when you can get to five, right? And so people are just skipping over tier four and just getting straight to five. If you hit the minions, you're going to run over your whole lobby. If you don't hit the minions, like, oh, I'm going to lose, whatever. And <laughs> that's kind of how it is where it used to be. Okay, you, you need to pick up some good fours so that you can stabilize before you get to your sixes. Because six should be the most powerful. It's the highest tier. Yeah. But for some reason, <laughs> it is not the most powerful. Five is insane right now because two of the key pieces for, for elementals are sitting at five waiting for you. And it should honestly be like maybe one's at five and one's at six so that 
right? Because like Mama Bear is at five and Goldrin's at six. Yeah, you and at, at one point they out. swapped, right? They used to be the yeah. other way around. And yeah, I, I see a lot of beasts in elementals in, in the way that that in the way that that functions. Um, yeah. And I was so also, I, I was coming into this episode with similar feelings about kind of the spread of quality in tier six. And I'm wondering how much of that is just, I am for the most part, unless I just stumble across an early little rag, ignoring elementals because it's still pretty contested in terms of the draft pool. Um, right. And so when I'm discovering into tier six or I'm just at tier six, it just feels like there's no good minions because I'm also running across the elemental tier sixes, which not only are not the most interesting elemental cards or strongest elemental cards, but they're basically useless if you're not already already elementals. You can transition into elementals if you get genie, um, but Gar really doesn't work unless you're going a Nomi strategy. And then he's super cool. He's super fun. But yeah, he, he doesn't, bu he busts based on how many elementals you have. So if you don't have any, you're like, well, he's yeah. an eight one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, think, I think that's exacerbating my feeling of rolling, like discovering six, uh, six drops and just being like, oh my God, what it like, what is it? I have a board yeah. full of dragons and I've got uh, a genie, a gar and a zap slywick. Thanks. Thanks, yeah, Bob. Exactly. I appreciate there's so it. many whiffs on six because, I mean, if there's no dragons in the lobby, especially like six, is just so sad. You're like, why would I go to six? There's a Malgadon there. That's it. And if, if so if dragons are in the lobby, it's slightly different. But the problem is dragons don't scale as fast as elementals scale. The only way they do is if you're like Maiev and you can power level to six and get double Caligos and then you're fine because then you get Nadina as well. And then you're just like, haha, I have fine shields you don't <laughs> just get it you do because you have selfless <laughs> everyone buys that card now yep uh, yeah yeah my that was the first adjustment i made this meta i was like i'm just gonna buy selfless every chance i get and it's been working it has severely helped my average placement but um anyhow it used to be like i call them my fiber cards right the card up front that dies and does something and the Zoth used to be the best. It's like you buy spawn of the Zoth, it's such a good fiber piece and it's a buffer. And now that's just like a bit of a mid range card, and you have to get rid of that and get the divine shields going as soon as possible. Yeah, it helps you know, yeah, yeah. And the Zoth definitely is like that bridging the gap minion, whereas yeah, selfless is, is now the, the star, which that is that's fine. I think that's kind of cool. I like when existing minions and their kind of place in the meta shift. Um, yeah, that's with, true. Get their time to shine. Yeah, like you were talking about with the heroes, except it's like yep. we're talking about two cards that haven't been changed. Selfless Hero and, and Spawn of the Zoth are the same. Technically, Selfless Hero has been changed, but he wasn't good. So Selfless Hero used to be able to Divine Shield something that already had Divine Shield. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That was a huge they change when it. they made that. Yeah, they changed it back. <laughs> We were, we were coming up on one year of Battlegrounds, and it's kind of crazy to think about how much upheaval there's been in its meta in, in a yeah. year. Especially when I think about, like, as long as we've been covering Hearthstone as a whole, and I think about, like, the older years of Standard, where it was just like, we got two balance patches this year, and one of them was, like, two cards. Um, and, yeah, it's just Battlegrounds is, as you mentioned, um, it moves at a good pace. So yes. that's why I'm not... So I'm not complaining on Twitter every day about the Battlegrounds yeah. meta. Just every other day. At a good pace of complaining. 
you gotta, you have to. You know. I, I try to do the same. I try not to complain too much, but but last uh, the this plus zeros, I was a bit on the keyboard, and then today I think I was a bit on the keyboard with my ring. I was on the new metal. I was so annoyed on whatever day it was that you made that tweet that I was like, I'm going to go to the grocery store and get something I actually want to cook for dinner. And I was in the line checking out when I saw your plus zero plus zero. How did yours go? <laughs> when I made my reply, I was like, yes, thank you. I hate this. I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, I was, oh, was you so, get nothing. so salty. So when, is there any kind of general tips you would give? Um, you know, you, you put out a tweet today saying, uh, oh, hey, taking 30 damage. I, I've, I'm misquoting it horribly. But that was <laughs> happening to me a ton where it just felt like, why am I taking yeah. over 20 damage on turn eight? Like, what happened? What, what, where did I go wrong eight. in the strategy? You know, obviously, I think Selfless Heroes come up about 17 times in this talk we're having. Um, but beyond drafting selfless hero, are there common mistakes you're seeing, uh, you know, that you think, yeah, you're not high rolling enough. Um, (laughs) (laughs) okay, but here's the, the actual, so when I'm taking tempo heroes, tempo heroes, you know, are normally very strong because you win the early game. So that's your Yogg, your Kael'thas, stuff like that. Min are heroes that give you some sort of early game economy or buff to your minions. So, so Kael'thas buffs uh, every third minion and Yogg buffs once a turn, plus it's cheaper. So these are your early game heroes that do well. And what you have to do is you have to create a power spike with them. The problem is all these other heroes have these insane power spikes right now. So you could be first place, first place, first place with these tempo heroes. And, um, you're like, all right, I got 40 health and I'm getting to tier five. Fine. And then all of a sudden you're like, bam, 20, bam, 20. I'm dead. And you're like, wait, what? I was in first. Like I was winning. Like I, I was doing everything on curve and I was doing what I needed to do. There was nothing else I could have done. I tried to power level as I could. And it, but the problem is all these other heroes have these huge, huge tempo swings right now. So my advice is to take those heroes. You need to take the heroes that have these aggressive swings, which is Maiev, Rafam, um, Sky, Captain Crag actually has a huge swing because you get this huge economy burst, uh, stuff like that. So the, the heroes that have the big swings, you have to go for that and you have to go for a swing on a tier five. And if you whiff, you got to level the five and five, the swing as fast as possible. Um, yeah. Is there anyone don't, else, don't. You, any other like sleepers or kind of like, oh, I didn't get the, like you mentioned Craig, who I think I would, I would put under the sleeper category because it's not what anyone yes. is, is uh, complaining about or getting upvotes on Reddit talking about. Omu is a sleeper, I guess. Like Omu does really well. Mm. It just, yeah. Anything that can power spike with a level. Um, so yeah, Omu maybe. It's, it's hard for me to think of all the heroes right now because it's like not fresh on my mind. Um, I'm pulling them up as we speak. Millhouse. Millhouse is insane right now. I'm obsessed with Millhouse. Millhouse because is Millhouse, my jam. So many um, you know synergies what it is, uh, um, with elementals. It's Yeah, it's the, the refreshing anomaly, right? Yeah, refreshing has, anomaly. And um, there's a new token too as well, right? Yeah, the um, Celemental. Celemental? Yes. Yeah, which yeah. also has uh, upped Daryl's stock because, you know, more yes. things for dancing on uh, on a good old yeah, dancing Dar- Daryl there. 
Daryl's really good right now. He's one of those only like tempo-y I feel like heroes. I need to go back okay. to school on Daryl. He used to be my most consistent hero, and I have been getting just rocked uh, when I play Daryl mm. post-elemental. Post so I feel like my previous understanding of how to curve out with him is no longer relevant because <laughs> it's yeah, not Yeah, there's working. just like an, there's an extra divine shield minion on three. So there's more chance of hitting the three drops to sell on them and, and buff them up. But um, that, that was like one of the main buffs with him. But then, yeah, M- Millhouse just, you know, he had, Millhouse is all about, is a strength to people who know how to be economy oriented while leveling and getting to a powerful late game. Yeah. And now there's new minions and elementals that add to that. Pirates added to that. And um, with Millhouse, his, his, he used to try triple into a six drop, try and get Caligos and go off with that. Um, Cause then you just need to buy every battle cry. And now you just need to uh, go into a five drop and get Nomi or Ragnaros, little rag, Nobody's actually better for Millhouse, and then you can pop off. So you can pop off even earlier, which is kind of what we've been saying. Like level five key pieces are making people just pop off early, and that's why people are taking so much early damage. Yeah, no, that all uh, that all makes a ton of sense. Um, personally, I've I've done really well with Kalthos. For some reason, Nosdormu isn't working out for me. I have no idea why. You think more free rolls would be working out yeah. for those of my own kind of anecdotal experiences but well the only reason nods would be good is because you have to triple into a five as soon as possible and so you can pair game with nods better but like just like building out good mid game isn't a thing anymore there's no such thing as like mid game people are asking me why am i dying in the mid game it's like, there's no mid game the it, game it, right now the mid game is, is bronze warden it pairs. feels like to me is what it like the mid game is bronze warden. It feels like to me, like to be, right, yeah. it's a little reductive, but also I kind of believe this. It feels like yeah. the games where I find bronze warden are easy. And the games where I don't find bronze warden, I just don't top four, uh, like right. most often. Um, Cause unless- yeah, right now the games go, you, you need to buy tempo stats. And so on tier three, that's your tempo stat. Cause it's the best tier three is bronze warden crackling. So anything with the divine shield, like the best stats on three, and then, finding pairs to triple into the five and then you go into the late game from there. Like that's your late game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, this is why, I mean, you were saying uh, you need a high roll, but I am, you know, I'm looking at the leaderboards. Celeste, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk that comment back by, by saying you were currently 51 in NA. So clearly you've found the 20 this morning. So, oh. you know, I low rolled today. <laughs> <laughs> I lost 30 ranks. Well, it doesn't go down low enough to find me. So clearly you found some <laughs> consistency in a pretty high roll meta. So, well, before we move into this week's news and talk about the XR tweet that everyone is talking about, let's take a quick break. Hey, Joss, is your uh, booty ready for spooky season? <laughs> oh, my booty is always ready, Garrett. Come on. <laughs> I mean, mine isn't always, but thanks to me undies, it is this year. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to... Uh, hello, hello, MeUndies sponsors, because we just get to talk about our underwear publicly, and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd, but we also get to point out the fact that their prints are super fun. They've got some great Halloween ones right now. Um, they have fun prints, Joss. They're called things like Bloodsuckers, Scaredy Cats... Yeah, I want some scaredy cats on your butt. I know you do. Um, also, have you seen the new platypus print? Because I just got a pair of, of platypi. 
Yeah, they're adorable. I love the one right on the front who just has this like giant. I don't even know how they made a platypus smile, but they did it. They did it. Oh, they, you didn't <laughs> think a duck bill could smile. Yeah. But like... it can. <laughs> even when attached to an animal that has a beaver tail. Makes some sense. <laughs> but it's adorable. adorable. And yeah, I may have. Uh, it just makes me want to prance through the home in my underwear, which my neighbors don't appreciate when the windows are open, but I'm comfortable and festive. That's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> so you should check them out. I mean, like, because we mentioned this before, but if you're unaware, they're on these grown trees. And yes, I mean, seriously, they're made from irresistibly soft natural fibers sourced from beechwood trees. Uh, and you know what natural fibers means? That their micromodal is not only super soft, but breathable, light, and impossibly cozy. I mean, this is just super serious comfort. Everything MeUndies does is to help you feel truly comfortable from head to toe, from outside to in. And if you're like if you're like us and you like their adventurous prints, it also just makes your butt adventurous. And who doesn't want an, a fresh, uh, an adventurous butt? On top of this, um, who doesn't want a great offer? Because MeUndies has a great offer for Angry Chicken listeners. You can get 15% off your first order and free shipping when you go to MeUndies.com slash TAC. Again, that is 15% off your first order and free shipping by going to MeUndies.com slash TAC. Hey, listener, do you like eating? Because I like eating. Well, I also like getting fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to my door with HelloFresh, and you can too. They're America's number one meal kit. You should check them out because you can save time, money, and stress effortlessly because the recipes are easy to follow, quick to make, with simple steps, and thankfully for me, pictures to guide you along the way. Also, over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure the freshest recipes are delivered to your door. HelloFresh also delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is a burden on the planet, and frankly, your wallet. On the menu for next week is figgy balsamic pork. This is just a, another great example of how HelloFresh has helped me expand my horizons because I was a bit of a picky eater before I started messing around with HelloFresh. I was like, okay, I like pork, that's fine, but fig and vinegar mixed together, is that going to be good? And the answer was, of course it is. On top of all this, they've got a great offer for Angry Chicken listeners. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 80TAC and use the code 80TAC to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Again, just go to HelloFresh.com slash 80TAC and use the code 80TAC to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. We thank them for their support. And we thank you for going to HelloFresh.com slash 80TAC. Hit it very hard. You want to blow something up? <laughs> Time to pay. Our good friend XR, developer over on Hearthstone, um, got on Twitter this past week and said that about a year and a half ago, I asked this question and got incredible responses. Let's see what has changed in that time. And then hit with, if Hearthstone used to be your main game, but isn't anymore, what would get you back? And I do vaguely remember this tweet from last year because I thought someone like necroed this. I was like, wait, because <laughs> I saw like people, uh, the dog had a response that uh, got a lot of traction. So I kept seeing it retweeted across all the different accounts that I manage. And like, wait, I thought XR had already put this out, but um, it, it's an interesting thought because if, if for no other reason, then we are finally at a point in Hearthstone's history where it has like, two very popular modes. Uh, like you go on Twitch and there's a really good spread between constructed standard Hearthstone and Battlegrounds. 
And Arena's been popular, but not as popular as Battlegrounds. <laughs> so I think that's fair. Yeah. Arena used to be the thing about Arena though is like like uh Crip played it, which he was huge, or Hafu. Um, but they just had like a couple of huge and then not really touched by most other where now it's pretty evenly split or maybe a little bit more battlegrounds. Yeah. It felt it to always, to me, it, it always felt kind of niche, but the, the smaller community that it had was extremely passionate about it and still yes. is to this day. Wild, I think is the same as well, yeah. like smaller community, but the one people that play wild are really intense about it in a good way yes. they are very intense about yeah. it because they always ask me about wild why i'm not playing it and i always give them very honest response and they don't like it <laughs> so what is your honest response what keeps you away from from the wild side of things because you're not playing you used to be playing very very competitively on the standard side of things but you're not doing any constructed anymore at all you're just battlegrounds Yeah, my theory on Wild is that they gave us this this dumping ground so that you get to keep using your cards while they can keep keeping balance. And so it's just, hey, we want this area of balance and we can't do that if we have all these cards. So we're going to throw them over here, but you can keep using them. It's fine. That's that's for you to keep playing. So you have your nostalgia. That's how I see Wild. And then the problem is the Wild community complains that's not balanced. (laughs) And then I'm like, wait. Like it's going to be impossible. It's going to be insane. So when you compare arena to standard arena, it seems to me arena is boring because it's just like very like, Oh, I play on curve and I have these power pieces where constructed, you can create a ton of power and while the power is too much, like it's just insane over there. And therefore you have way more paper, rock, scissors oriented stuff because it's way more polarizing. Um, and it's just too it's too wild it's it lives by its name so (laughs) i just don't like it i also don't love the complaints about trying to keep it um to fair because i just don't think it's possible yeah and 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 so this is why we wanted to have this conversation with you because you used to mainline standard hearthstone uh you you know folks folks that are are fans of you that are watching you a lot they probably know you for battlegrounds now because you stream damn near every day and (laughs) you were putting those same hours into standard before battlegrounds and so you you made a switch at one point and then there's us here on the angry chicken who have been getting some complaints that we don't cover standard enough and have been covering maybe battlegrounds a little bit more and to, to me, it just makes sense. You know, we've, for no other reason for our show, it's like, well, we've been doing this. Um, Jocelyn, by the way, uh, this month is our seventh anniversary of Oof. doing this show. Seven years. That's of Angel so Chicken. many. <laughs> it's six, 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 six. However long Harson's been out. Cause we started in beta, but whatever the case yeah. is, we started in October. So we're coming up on another year of, of the angry chicken. And so to us, it's just like, yeah, we've been doing this a long time. We've lived through a lot of standard metas. Battlegrounds is just, there's just, wilded crazy things we've never seen before happening over in that mode toy new toy yeah it's your uh, new toy you want to play with your new toy fair it's the new hotness yeah very very fair um but so we kind of wanted to have this conversation because clearly we've all kind of we've stuck with hearthstone but we have changed what we are spending the most time with in hearthstone um and that's also what i found unique about the responses to this tweet from mixar because last year Battlegrounds hadn't been out yet. 
it wasn't it wasn't even announced yet, let alone being released. And so the you know the responses were pretty in line with what we would expect. Kind of, I think, what our understanding of what Hearthstone could be. But this year, uh, a lot of the responses from XR are from people who are like, "Oh, hey, I'm still playing, but I've changed modes. You know, where I'm spending the most time has changed, and I find that fascinating." Um, but you know, if I'm curious if we had any ideas about what we would like to see out of the Hearthstone, even though we're still playing, but is there something that could bring us back to constructed or is there another limited format that could maybe, you know, bring some more interest beyond what arena has been doing since the beta of Hearthstone? Um, Cause my brain always goes to limited. Um, because you may have a harsh uh, reaction to wild solicit. Mine is usually a harsh reaction to arena, which is I have played other limited card games. And I think arena is the most boring, like just flat out. I think draft it's very and, boring. Yeah, I, th- I think draft and sealed <laughs> and magic agree. draft and sealed and magic is just so much more interesting to me. And now it's more accessible because of MTG arena. Um, right. but like that's, that's always where my brain goes. I mean, I've been talking about it for a long time, but also we had the, the tack meme forever tournament mode. And then we, that it was also eventually we were told it was coming and then it was taken away. Um, I think someone pointed out that the, the brawl event that they did could be tournament mode, but you reduced the price from a thousand. The heroic, gold. Yeah, the heroic, the heroic tavern brawl. brawl yeah. yeah. I heard a lot of people say like this could, this could this essentially could be tournament mode if you just gave it to us this format, um, but do it more like arena where it's 150 gold and this could be it. Like, why can't this be our tournament mode? It's not the same as like a bracketed tournament, but it still has that competitive feel. People don't really feel the competitive feel anymore on ladder because it's just like facing your own MMR until you get to a point. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the other thing that we've talked about before and I'm surprised still hasn't made it into the game is any sort of best of format because it's like the most played format in actual competitive Hearthstone, whether it's, you know, Conquest or even, you know, Conquest last year of Standing, so on and so forth. I'm surprised we haven't seen like a best of three, best of five format playable in game with like even a multi-deck and maybe even some sort of interface that runs bands. Um, you know, these are the... Yeah, that always, that always really surprised me that they took all the feedback from competitive Hearthstone And instead of trying to give everyone the competitive Hearthstone experience, they tried to match competitive Hearthstone to ladder by giving us, um, oh, I'm totally blanking on it now. Specialist, specialist. And they were like, you know, we want to, you know, see people play one class versus another class and just have some tech cards and stuff and try to make this as close to ladder as possible. And I was like, that wasn't really what people were asking for. I think what they were looking for was the ability to, you know, do a best of, have different classes, do bands, like have that whole competitive Hearthstone experience. And instead we got specialist and it was just like, oh, that it's still not quite like ladder. <laughs> so yeah, it just, it was this really weird disconnect. I felt like between the feedback that we gave and what the team heard. And I'm really hoping at some point, like you said, Garrett, that we will get some sort of best of format because I haven't spent a whole lot of time in standard and it has basically been like, I know a lot of people think that I switched over when battlegrounds came out, but that really wasn't the case. It was more than anything else. The introduction of the new ladder 
and being set all the way back to the bottom and having a gajillion stars between me and where I was a day ago and just being like, oh, that is a mountain I don't feel like climbing. <laughs> so it's very much um, been a like I want a way to still play standard constructed hearthstone that is fun and rewarding and engaging that doesn't feel like this giant mountain i have to climb every month and battlegrounds up until they did the reset and changed the ladder what about all your plus zero oh god yeah they they kicked me in the virtual nuts with that one (laughs) i think we all felt it Uh, yeah for me, battle like I'm with you. I don't really love either of these very similar systems for for standard and for well for constructed and for because it's the same for wild as well uh, and for battlegrounds. But at least battlegrounds, we know the term is going to be longer. Um, like it's not going to be reset every month. Months. Yeah. So that's. I think that. Yeah, I think that um, because I was having this conversation with um, Rational Pie on Twitter, who is actually just won our. Uh, battlegrounds tournament that we held a couple weeks ago and uh, like he was basically saying it's just the reset feels so bad because you're being matched by your MMR so you're facing against people with like golden celebration card backs which if you guys don't know they're from the uh, like you have to basically be in like the top 16 of an esports event to get that celebration card back so it's just like well I'm facing off against these ridiculously good players and losing but I'm bronze right now and there's that like weird disconnect between you know the game that you're currently playing and the rank that you're playing at just mentally that makes you kind of want to walk away and I had the same sort of experience in battlegrounds as I was just like well I'm sitting here playing at zero MMR (laughs) feeling like I'm in you know an 8k lobby and that just just feels weird and and losing over and over and getting the zeros over and over and you know all of these things together have kind of made it like well maybe there just needs to be some sort of progression system and maybe the battle pass really is the answer. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there that are like, no, why are you saying that? Don't make, don't battle pass bad Gerarg. And, but I, maybe it's the answer is like taking your progression out of the actual like game modes and just making it something central to work towards so that you've got progression separate from skill because that's I think what's creating the thing that's making it so difficult for me to be engaged with Hearthstone on the level I used to be is because I feel like my progression and skill being married the way they are in the constructed and battlegrounds ladders right now is just really pushing me away I'm just like no if you want me to grind to get rewards every month cool but measure my skills separately from that show me how good i am not just you know how much i've had time to grind this month that makes a lot of sense i agree with that i think i personally think the battle pass is a good idea so same Why are you haters? Wait. i think it's more so just like people want it to be accessible for free-to-play players right so as soon as you start talking about battle passes and spending money or not spending money then people get a little touchy, which I think is fair because there it is a free to play game, right? So I just but, know that eh. when I play when I play Fall Guys, I get all excited when I get my new skin. I'm like, yeah, I made it! I got the hot dog! Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I played I've, enough games for this. I've enjoyed just battle happy. passes in all the games that I have played that have had them. Like, uh, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of them as well. Um, you know, when they're done right, uh, they're like any other game right, system, they can be, be tuned. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, But it's funny you mentioned that. So like, 
you know, for thinking about what Hearthstone can add that's out of the box, my brain goes to, well, Battlegrounds was Hearthstone's take on a pre-existing popular format. I mean, Hearthstone itself was its take on card games, right? But Battlegrounds right. <laughs> was clearly, oh, they were playing auto chess and TFT and they wanted to find a way to do that in, in Hearthstone and succeeded in doing so. So I'm like, I, I don't know, we're going to have like Hearthstone among us. well i didn't they i maybe this was just somebody memeing on twitter but didn't they just announce like overwatch among us or something (laughs) did they were they memeing i do not follow Overwatch. yeah i know i love blizzard games overwatch is the game i I was like wait what (laughs) so but i mean like that's a really good point is that there are some of these like new stuff well not really that new because among us is you know kind of in the same sort of vein as town of salem and a couple of other games that have been um throne of lies is another one and mafia if you're playing games in person I would it's, say it's tabletop this, games there's like a million of them that are like yeah that. T- yeah there's a lot of table tabletop games that are the same as well and so i mean it's a genre that's not necessarily new but it's definitely gaining popularity lately and a lot of streamers are playing and a lot of like you mentioned hafu earlier like man she takes it seriously <laughs> she's like i think she takes every game she plays seriously but like She's like a competitive Among Us player. <laughs> like she's just like, I'm playing this game. We're gonna make it competitive. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, great, we yeah. could we could maybe I don't know how we would do that, but maybe there's a way. And I didn't think we could auto chess in Hearthstone, and they proved me wrong. So maybe maybe there's a way to Among Us that they could uh, auto chess about or Hearthstone. I was impressed by that too. When I first heard that about it, I was like, eh. like I remember being at BlizzCon and people were like, are you going to go try it? Are you going to go try it in the booth? So I was like, oh, I'll try it when I'm streaming it because I have like, my streamer time to play it. And I didn't have it till the third day of BlizzCon. I was the last set of people to try it. And I just remember being like, I just, you know, I was like, eh, I just don't think it'll be there. I think it's hard for for Hearthstone to create an auto chest. And now look at me. Now, now <laughs> Hearthstone Battlegrounds gives more viewership than TFT. And it's just like, well, I was wrong. But it's okay. I'm glad I was wrong because I have this new new toy that I get to play with every day. I, I was... I was suspicious of it after trying it at BlitzCon, but I really wanted it to be good because I'm already, I already like Blizzard games and I was playing so much auto chess at the time, like going into that. Right. I was playing auto chess on my phone on the way to freaking BlizzCon. <laughs> I was playing Underlords because um, I did not, so I didn't jump on the TFT or Underlords train or auto chess train because I was really trying to focus on standard and growing my stream. And I knew if I played another game, I might get addicted. And then my stream would, would not grow. When you play a variety game, it's really hard to grow your stream. So I, I literally would not download or touch the game. Cause I was like, I do not want this to hurt my growth of my stream. And then I remember when I had master's tour, I was like, you know what? I have, um, I, I want to focus on, on Hearthstone so I can do well at master's tour. Uh, which is in Korea. And then uh, afterwards, I'll, d- I'll play Underlords because it's mobile. And I downloaded it. And I was like, I get to play Underlords because it's mobile. And I played that up until Battlegrounds came out. And then Underlords at the same time re- released some new patch with uh, with Underlords, like the heroes or something. And I could not figure it out. And I just quit it. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Back yeah. to Battlegrounds. I barely scratched the surface of Underlords. By, that, by the time I started to 
Flirt with Underlords Battlegrounds came out. And I was like, okay, cool. Right. Blizzard solved it for me. <laughs> yeah. They made the decision for me. Um, Stay here. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of where my brain is at. Cause like we, we, for over the, for years of doing this podcast, we've talked about all of the different ways that they could introduce new formats of, of stand, like regular, not, not like standard standard Hearthstone, but regular Hearthstone, like battling with Hearthstone cards in a more traditional way. We've talked about that a lot, but Battlegrounds was such a surprise that that's where my brain has been is like, not necessarily like it has to be among us. It's just the hot game right now that I think a lot of, you know, is going to set some trends in the future. And so it's just like, what else could you do that would make sense in Hearthstone? Um, I think, yeah, I think for me personally, like I played standard so much. I played it before I was a streamer. And then when I became a streamer, I became a streamer because I loved Hearthstone so much. And I was playing standard so much, but, and then they gave this new mode and it's like, it's like playing regular solitaire and then being introduced to spider solitaire. Right. Or like playing a regular Sudoku and then introduced to the killer version of Sudoku, like a whole different version of it. But it's the same concept, but your mind gets to work in a different way. And um, and I like that. And so I think that's for me what I need is that I get a new mode every like couple years so that I get a new toy because um, I was just so addicted to standard. Now I don't touch it. I'm so addicted to Battlegrounds and I'm sure maybe I'll need a new toy soon. Maybe not too soon. Well, and I think that that was... I think that was a lot of what was being said in response to XR's tweet is basically like you have iterated a whole lot. Uh, you know, we got the first new class in a while. There's been a lot of like new single player stuff, which is all great. But the thing that really brought me back was the addition of the new mode was the addition of Battlegrounds. So maybe if they decide to put a new mode out, because we know that there's something else coming this year. But maybe if they decide to do something like maybe once or twice a year, just put a new game mode in there. That's what needs to, you know, they need to do in order to bring people back consistently is give them something new to play with. Give them a new way to interact with the Hearthstone universe and allow them to either use their cards in new ways to play against each other. Like I saw people mentioning like 2v2, 3v3, like really crazy stuff. We've already talked about doing like best of games or, you know, go really far out there like Battlegrounds did and take a game mode that you would never think belongs in a card game and smoosh it into Hearthstone and, you know, do Hearthstone's take on something that sounds absolutely crazy, like Among Us. Like, how would you, how would that even work? I don't know. They'll have to tell me. All I know is <laughs> that Bob is, Bob is sus, man. Like, yeah, oh, so sus, always. Super sus. <laughs> Especially the roles Same with Millhouse. Millhouse looks yeah. sus over there, too. <laughs> See, like, this could be so much fun. Because <laughs> they're all characters that we're aware of and we're familiar with playing, you know, whether it's in Hearthstone or Warcraft or whatever. Like, that could be so fun to be like, oh no, no, Garrosh is always evil. Always. <laughs> Vote him out first, period. Yep. <laughs> There's some intrinsic biases there, I think, because of the characters oh, yeah. that are already like Millhouse is so not subtle. Oh, it's just like, oh you, yeah. <laughs> but have you ever played with your friends and you're just like, no, this dude is always the imposter. We have to kick him out every time. It's like, it's random, but it doesn't matter because of your like pre-existing like thoughts about your it's, friends. Like, it's yeah. Yellow team on Fall Guys. You yeah. Always target yellow team. You're like, nah, let's get them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes yellow team. <laughs> well. So 
yeah, like I, I think it would be uh, I think it would be a lot of fun to do something like that. I don't know how they do it, but I think the new game modes coming probably annually, maybe if they have ideas more often than that. But I think new game modes is going to be the way to kind of reintroduce people because so, so many of the responses were basically like thanking them for battlegrounds. Like <laughs> I needed a new way to engage with Hearthstone just the way it played was getting stale. Then you made battlegrounds and now I'm playing Hearthstone again. So thanks. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that might be the key. Yeah. Well, Rad, well, it's been a while since we've had some really good, like crazy tinfoil hat thoughts on what Hearthstone can add, what it should add. So let us know if you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment below. If you're listening on the podcast, you can email us tacpodcast at gmail.com. I mean, I guess you can technically do that if you're watching a video too. There's nothing stopping you. <laughs> All right, Celissa, well, you had limited time, and so we want to get you out of here on time. So before you go, where can our fine podcast listeners find all of your stuff for Battlegrounds and for Hearthstone? I stream every day on twitch.tv slash Celissa, spelled S-L-Y-S-S-S-A. I also post on YouTube every day, uh, youtube.com slash Celissa H-S. And I also post on Twitter and Instagram, so you can find me there. <laughs> Rad. Everyone go do that. Thanks again, Celissa. We'll see you again. Thank you. All right, Joss. Well, before we go, let's crack open the mailbag and answer some questions. Hello. Hello, it's me. Hello. Um, just quickly, do you get my message? Yep. Oh. Hello, brother. <laughs> you can send your emails to tacpodcast at gmail or if you're a patron, just just message us in the in the patron Discord. That's, that's all, you, all I have to do. It's, it's, it's great. It doesn't even need to be for the show. You just have a question. You like want an answer relatively soon. Take us there. It's great. Check it out. Uh, Mark J writes in and says, Bonjour, bitter Brahmas. Brahmas? Brahmas? I'm going to go with it's that. In the, it's explained in the PS. <laughs> oh, delightful. Uh, Mark says, I was wondering your thoughts on whether or not Team 5 should consider adding spare parts to Battlegrounds. I feel like they could go one of two ways with this. One, they could simply add a new hero named Toshley that had a hero power that gave you a random spare part or maybe let you discover a spare part. Two, or two, they could take a look at the five spare part related minion cards and consider adding them. Did you add these notes or was Mark wonderful and add these notes for no, us? No, Mark added all this information in here. So he basically listed all of the minions and all of the spare parts. So yeah, Mark, oh, thank, thank you, you very much for making our job so easy. <laughs> I was trying to remember how mech heavy this was and it is leaning mech, but it's not all mech because I don't believe Tinker Town, I don't think, Tinker Town Technician or, and Toshley both were non-mech minions. Yeah, so that would leave had, Clockwork Gnome, Mechanical Yeti, and Mech Bear Cat that were tagged as mechs. We have to stop Mech Bear Cat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So that'd be, I mean, it still would really throw the balance of mech uh, power or like number of mech minion types out of whack, but they could also consider, you know, pruning some of the existing mechs, making way for these. Yeah, I think you could get rid of like piloted shredder and like there's a couple of mechs that just don't ever really get picked or see play. Like I feel like Clockwork Gnome would be a really good one star minion that you could just pop in there instead of maybe um, the um, micro 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 bot, the, the one that grows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forget micro machine, isn't it? 
I think it is. I think it is. It I is now. It, I just call it <laughs> micro. Um, but yeah, that's so that's interesting because the spare parts, and if you don't remember, I don't blame you because if you don't play wild, this goes all the way back to Hearthstone's very first expansion, Goblins versus Gnomes. That's where we got spare parts. Um, but they were like, they were basically one mana spells that were generated by these these minions that, that Mark so mercifully reminded us of so I didn't have to go on a Google spree while reading this. Um, but uh, I'm just going to read him. Armor plating gave a minion plus one health. Emergency colon froze a minion. Finicky cloak field gave a friendly minion stealth until your next turn. Reversing switch swapped the minion's attack and health. Rusty horn gave a minion taunt and just makes me giggle every time I read it because it sounds dirty. Time rewinder uh, returned a friendly minion to your hand and then whirling blades gave a minion plus one attack. Um, I think all of these could have their place. In Battleground, Freeze is is so cool because it's such a completely different use and meaning in Battlegrounds. Yeah, I thought Stealth was also really interesting because I thought that maybe you could use it, like obviously it would lose Stealth in your first round of attacks, right? But let's say you really want to protect like a, a juggler, say, in a demon comp. And you give it stealth and then it can't be hit with like zap because zap just won't see it. Right. So it'll go to the next lowest attack minion or something like that. You know, you could really play around with with stealth potentially. And we don't have stealth in battlegrounds right now. And I think that that is a really interesting way to kind of play around with the mechanic is that, you know, nothing can find or attack this minion until it attacks itself. So if you put it, you know, in the middle to right side of your warband, then you could potentially, you know, save it for later on in the attack round. And that's a really cool new mechanic that we can't do right now. I would put so, it on Baron every time so that, yeah, that which would be, you know, perfectly reasonable. Like that's the way that I would picture stealth playing is like, if you are going in a in a mech direction and would you even want to go a mech direction right now uh if you've got say um oh which one is it that um i guess toshley is the battle cry to add a spare part yes yes and death rattle yes but i'm thinking like um what would you want because you would basically that situation you don't necessarily want baron in a mech comp not necessarily right like that's the you want him in like a a beast comp or you know some other death rattle heavy comp but beast is where he finds you know his happy place right now (laughs) it's you know you get golden baron and beast and you're just you're just a happy happy person so you wouldn't necessarily want to go like mechs and beasts or like there's some trade-offs there to try to get that stealth. And that if the stealth only lasted one round, if the stealth only lasted until it attacked, then it's the kind of thing where it's becomes more counterplay as opposed to super overpowered. Yeah. I, I agree with all of that. Like it's, this is interesting for sure. And if they introduce it, I mean, there's no reason to think that they can, you know, bespoke make some some spare part minions um so oh yeah yeah they could make some stuff that's battleground specific they could make even spare parts that are battle battleground specific and change some of the text on them like give a minion one health is vastly different in power level from you know freezing a minion in the tavern or you know even potentially swapping a minion's attack and health like that's really really powerful late game when you know give a minion one health doesn't really do too much so they could tweak these things to kind of bring those power levels together a little bit more um but it's also interesting because 
this would be the first edition of Spells to Battlegrounds outside, I guess, of Mukla's Bananas that comes yeah, specifically are, from a hero. Yeah. And they are basically spare parts. Um, yeah, they, the they pretty way. much are, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, and I would assume that spare parts would be free to cast and not one gold because um, they were one mana each, I believe. I remember. Yeah, correctly. they were one mana spells when they were in uh, Constructed Hearthstone. Yeah. 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 So, man, Mark, I got to say, like, when I read the beginning of this, I was like, I don't know about that. And then you reminded me of what all the spare parts did. I'm like, yeah, this almost all of this can already be done in battlegrounds and the one thing they can't stealth is actually kind of interesting potentially broken but kind of interesting i think there's a non-broken way to do stealth i think that they could again mess with how it works based on the fact that you're in battlegrounds like take the flavor of stealth but maybe you know it's not it it's not reapplied every time you go back into bob's tavern like buffs are and stuff like maybe that's the way to keep it balanced but um, yeah, I think uh, this is a really, really interesting idea. And we also had a well, we've had a lot of battlegrounds uh, kind of balance questions come in this week. And one of the balance questions specifically, I believe, came in our discord from Kilmarnock, who was asking um, what could we do to mechs to kind of push them over the threshold because mechs. I think we've talked about in the past couple of weeks are very effective usually at getting you kind of a, a win, a fourth place finish, but they're very difficult to get a first place finish with because they just don't scale to the level of other things. And so maybe yeah, which we talked about, if with we were Lissa's, like that's the end all be all for actually winning the game, unless you have divine shield poisonous, they have one of those two and cannot get the other outside of a exactly. Outside of amalgams or the new um, minion list, the poisonous spore or whatever. The, yeah, but then you uh, need to like still find selfless heroes. And that's like one of the nice things about mechs is you don't need to rely on selfless heroes for divine yeah, shields. for divine so shields, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's still, still is a messy inclusion. So I think this uh, Mark's suggestion is actually uh, quite an interesting solution to that problem of how mechs don't really have their own powerful thing that can push them over the top and maybe being able to like say swap a minion's attack and health. What if you could swap your divine shield dude and instead of having, you know, high attack, low health, you go the other way, but then you're adding attack back with the mechanical leaper all the time, you know, like there's some really interesting things that you could potentially do that would help mech scale if you added spare part minions so i think this is actually a really good solution to the the current mech problem that's a little bit more nuanced than just straight up like let's give them caligos but now he's metal oh, oh my god with swapping <laughs> the stats you could play a, a naked replicating menace and it'd be a one three that summoned a bunch of one ones and then yeah. you actually want to build on it Yes, like it instead itself, of it just constantly oh. di disappearing. Yeah. yeah, that'd be interesting. And then you'd end up with the golden one. But what would happen if you were... Oh, wait, hold up, Joss. All right, we have to pretend to be designers for a second. Okay. Without any of the difficulty of having to actually code any of this bullshit. Um, <laughs> so you play a, a naked replicating menace, you swap its stats, it's a 1-3. What happens when you triple it? Does it triple with the stats swapped or does it triple into a into a 6-2 and then you need to swap the stats again? But also, what if you had two in your hand that were three ones, but the one on board is a one three? How does that reconcile when it combines? Stat-wise. 
That's interesting. I feel like it would combine as if it was like a golden. So it would be a six, two, but then it would apply the buffs or in this case, a debuff, right? So it would basically apply the buff to the health, which would be plus two. And then the debuff to the attack, which would be minus two. So then you'd end up with a four, three, no, four, no, a four, four. It'd be a four, four. Oh yeah, yeah. So you, you, okay, so yeah, you would just essentially just take two replicating menaces—one that's a three, one, one that's a one, three—add them together, get it four, four, and then plus whatever other you know modifications you have done to your basically, to your yeah, yeah. Just I think that they would just treat the change of health at like that swap as a just a buff and a debuff, and then Ooh. factor that into the existing Ooh. calculations. <laughs> oh, this is cool. I want this now. Yeah. <laughs> I really want this now. This sounds so freaking cool. I could have a, a four, two Anoyo module. How good would that be? Yeah. And, and I think I like the idea as well of making Toshley just a hero, like adding in a couple of spare part minions for mech players, for all mech players to kind of mess around with, but then adding a hero that is specific to mechs like, um, oh, I'm totally blanking on her name. Um, the the mech lady <laughs> maleficent manastorm yes thank you thank you all i could think was manastorm and i was like that's not her name what is it it's her last name <laughs> it's her last name yeah but anyways uh yeah it, it, like she just straight up buffs and that's kind of the way jaraxxus works as well they just buff the minion type and that's what you're supposed to play yeah but we also this is have, a little bit more interesting yeah i you know uh i we don't give them enough love, but I really like Akazam's Rack. I, you know, the longer Battlegrounds goes, the more unique Akazam's Rack feels because we're just like hit a button, discover a thing, put that thing. Like if Toshley was like whatever the cost is and then discover a spare part, that would be so rad. <laughs> Given new hero power level right now, it would just be free. <laughs> and you would get, uh, it wouldn't be discovered. It would just be like add three random spare parts to your hand. Yeah. <laughs> For, for zero gold and it's zero gold to cast all the spare parts. Yeah. Uh, and every once in a while, a spare part malfunctions and just turns something into Baron Rivendare. <laughs> I like that idea of every once in a while, something goes wrong. Like you get to be super OP, but you know, one of these times you're going to cast a spare part and it's going to just kill your minion instead. <laughs> it, uh, it's just, Oh, your mech blew up. Sorry. You're a bad inventor. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be like devil sword or, or squirrel. Uh, I can't remember the card, but yeah. Oh, Tinkmaster. Tinkmaster, there you go. Yeah, oh my God. How do we not have a Tinkmaster hero that's just hero power transform a minion into either a 1-1 one, one or... Yeah, or a 5-5, five, five. Five, yeah. Five. <laughs> that has never occurred to me. That would be hilarious. Also terrible because you couldn't use it offensively like we used to use Tinkmaster for, but... Still. Until he got changed and then we were sad. Yeah... But also, it was a little boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mark, thank you for this email. This is super interesting. I really like this. Uh, also, Mark said, P.S. Brahma, often referred to as the king of poultry. The Brahma chicken is appreciated for its great size, strength, and vigor. And I have Googled it in the background. And, oh, my God, these are some magnificent chickens. <laughs> So he called us magnificent, vigorous chickens. And king, I'm happy about that. King of poultry. <laughs> 
Yes. Bitter. Although he did also call us bitter, so. <laughs> bitter Brahmin. Well, we're angry chicken. Well, that, yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> and also, bonjour, bitter Brahmas is alliteration, which I love. So well done, Mark J. Well done. <laughs> Um, but that's going to wrap it up for this podcast, uh, folks. If you like what we're doing here at the Angry Chicken, you want to support it. If you want more Angriest Chicken Open tournaments, head on over to patreon.com slash TAC. We're close to getting back to that goal, having them on more regular occasions. Had a lot of fun on the last one. It was a good time. I like that I can stream from my living room now. That was that was a nice test. I want to see if I could do that because uh, it was very, very relaxing. But head on over to patreon.com slash TAC. Sign up. Support the show. It's completely opt-in. Whatever works for you, whatever level you want to subscribe at, that's great. And it, it all adds up and it all really does legitimately help us. So thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Also, a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Declan H., Cheesy Bob, and Lord of the Cup. Thank you for your support, you three. We really appreciate it. If you want to become a producer, you can do so over on the Patreon. Other than that, you can find the whole back catalog of Angry Chicken episodes over at theangrychicken.com. And if you haven't noticed, if you go over to youtube.com slash TV, Jocelyn, you and I have been recording the show a little bit differently um, because some of the biggest Hearthstone news of the week we've been doing over there is full-fledged YouTube videos. We're like actually taking time at editing them and doing camera cuts and adding visual aids. And also they're shorter. And so... Let's be honest, you know, podcast listening, it's a down kind of across the board because a lot of people aren't commuting and that's how a lot of people used to get their podcasts. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't find myself listening as much or I'm going out of my way, you can get us on YouTube. We're on YouTube, Jocelyn. You can watch us. Yeah, in a very real way, not just a, you know, straight upload from Twitch kind of way, but in yeah. a, we're, we're producing things where I'm learning to video edit, you guys. <laughs> I'm teaching the video edit while also still learning how to do things. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm really proud of what we've been doing over there. I think the videos are looking super nice and uh, you can look at us looking super nice because I mean, face it, best hair, best hair in Hearthstone, I think, especially today Obviously. with Slissa on. I mean, that was just oh, like yeah. trifecta of amazing haircuts. She just, oh, she's putting my hair to shame. It's making me rethink my decision to go back to all blonde. <laughs> I I just need to re-up. Uh, audio listeners, my roots, whew, long, long roots. <laughs> Needs to be redone. Needs to be redone. But that's going to bring us to the end here. Before we leave, Joss, if folks are not following you on all of the other lovely content that you're creating on the web, where can everyone find it? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. That's J-O-C-E Plays. You can also hit up JossPlays.com for links to everything that I do. Um, you should probably go check out the Gamers Inn. We're doing some really cool stuff and we're coming up on the new console releases. So there's uh, lots of news. This is the busy time of year, even with all the delays. There's lots of stuff coming out right now. So uh, we played and Garrett, I don't know if you have seen this, if you've tried it on the Switch or what, but have you seen the Super Mario Brothers 35 Battle Royale thing? No. Okay, so we talked about that this week. You play Super Mario against 35 other people, and when you kill your enemies, you can send them to other people's screens. It is Oh, ridiculous. it's like Tetris 99? Yes, except oh, for Mario. Tetris 99 is effing genius. So <laughs> all you have to say was Tetris 99, but original Mario. But Mario, yeah. Oh, my. I literally, like, I'm not shitting you, Jess. I'm not doing a bit to, like, promote your other <laughs> podcast. I legitimately am learning about this for the first time right now. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, except it totally destroyed my muscle memory. Because, like, you've played that game a bazillion times, right? And you're like, I jump here. I do that. Oh, my God, there's a random Bowser boss. Where did that come from? What the F? What is? Yeah. Why? Who did yeah. this? Luigi! 
Shakes fist. Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to hear more about it, go check out the gamers in. Nice. Folks, I am Garrett Art on Twitter. You can follow me on there uh, where I just blurt out salt like uh, the Malfurion in my Heroes of the Storm game the other night that just fed the whole game and was talking smack the whole time. And I was like, what the F? How many how many years has this game been out? We still don't have lost forgiveness. I'm a little salty. That was one of my tweets you missed because you weren't following me over at Garrett Art where you could have been like, stop being so salty, dude. We all go through this. You could have high-roaded me. You missed out on high-roading me because you don't follow me on Twitter. Go to Garrett, Garrett Art on Twitter and hybrid me. Do it. Do it now. Everything else I do can be found at amove.tv. Got a brand new Into the Nexus coming to you tomorrow. Got, just got a patch in Heroes of the Storm. Speaking of that game, so if you want to hear that broken down, uh, Tychus, looking, looking a little hot, Joss. Getting some spicy updates over there on the Tychus. I'm kind of excited about it. Going to be breaking that down tomorrow. You've said hot like 18 times in this episode, and every time I'm like, is he trying to bait me? <laughs> I'm not, and I don't know where it's coming from. Probably because, I, I don't know about you, Josh, but not, this podcast actually went pretty well. Today was a day of just endless technical difficulties for me. I am actually mentally drained. Um, <laughs> so if I repeated phrases or words today, it is just my my last two brain cells rubbing together to form coherent <laughs> thoughts. So that is that uh, you can find my last two brain cells forming coherent thoughts on a multitude of podcasts <laughs> over at amu.tv. Go check it out. Subscribe wherever podcasts can be found. Subscribe over at youtube.com slash TV. But for this episode of The Angry Chicken, job's done. Job's done. done. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. 